Hey, Chad. Hey, Barry. Hey, uh, we, we've got a sponsor this week. Hey, do we? Yeah, we do. It's Distilled Experiences. Cool. Distilled Experiences. Find your experience at distilledexperiences.com. everybody to this week's episode of this is my bourbon podcast i am your host perry and i'm sitting down this week with none other than the man the myth the legend himself <laughs> mr chad perkins of it's bourbon night it chad. is none other than me. <laughs> none other i thought you were gonna say it's, it is none other than the man the myth the legend well but to be the man you got to beat the man that is true who have you beaten recently <laughs> rick flair Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Nature boy, nature boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, he's very old, so. <laughs> so it was a it was an easy fight. It was very hard. Yeah. So we start out every episode with a segment called Flying Blind, and this week Flying Blind is brought to you by Beer Lovers of Wisconsin. Is uh, a a fantastic uh, guy over on Instagram. He sent me a slew of Wisconsin beers, but he also sent these two little blind samples. For us to try. Mm. And I figured it was only appropriate to do this for Flying Blind. And because Chad uh, and Sarah do love blind flights. It's the only way to know. And it's bourbon night. It just seemed appropriate. Yeah. So. Let's do it. Uh, we'll go <clears throat> left sample one, right sample two. Okay. Okay. So I'll let you go ahead and pour sample one. Um, I, of, of course, I have no idea what these are right now he did provide me with envelopes for uh for these bottles once we've drank them and chatted about them and everything it's uh don't open until mm-hmm. xmas xmas and then burn <laughs> after reading yes i think no i'm pretty excited about this it's not uh not every day that we get sent some uh, some blind samples yeah so pretty pumped it's always fun chad what do you think about the nose on blind sample number one you know, it's a little reminiscent of something. It's familiar. It, it is. I would almost maybe venture a guess that it almost, and you know, we had the we had this discussion on a podcast that I was hosting. Oh yeah, that's right. We How need about to talk. we? Yeah, we turned turned the tables. Yeah, we need to talk about there that. a little uh, bit, but. Um, this kind of smells like when we were trying to put a finger on what exactly a weeder smells like. Yeah, because I, I can definitely, if, if we're talking about what a weeded bourbon does smell like, there is the absence of rye. Uh-huh. So you're getting the barrel char and you are getting the corn. Yeah. And I guess maybe to a sweetness, lesser extent, yeah. depending on the, the, the amount, the malt, the malt of barley, of yeah. course. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm picking up. Quite a few oak notes and yeah, definitely now, some, something sweeter. Watch it be a rye whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> As we, we found out on the Drink More Bourbon podcast. Yeah. Uh, which well, is, I kind of set you up. You did. You did. But <laughs> who's to say that this isn't going to be a, a, a similar situation? Yeah. Uh, speaking of the Drink More Bourbon podcast, yeah, um, I was on a couple of mm-hmm. episodes, uh, which can only be found on Chad and Sarah's Patreon. Is that, is that yes. pa- uh, patreon.com slash it's bourbon night? You got it. There we go. So yeah. go if you're and that's, not. That's available for uh, every every level, all the way down to just 
just the buck. Oh, no kidding. Just the dollar level. Yeah. All right. That's open for everybody. Now, this definitely does have an older aged quality to it, I would say. If I, if you're twisting my arm, I would say lower proof, maybe a weeder, maybe some age to it, or maybe like some dustiness. There's not really some funk there, but I'm picking up what I sometimes get on a whiskey that's been aged a little bit. Yeah. You know, a little bit longer than typical, whatever typical is. It's weird, though, because I'm kind of having a hard time picking anything out otherwise. Like, they, you know, a lot of the times we're able to pick out, like, you know, cherry notes, and there's some, you know, really kind of blatant caramel, but... There's some vanilla. Yeah. That's about it? Yeah, I know. But well, noses can be deceiving. That is true. But the palate, though... Oh, let's, let's find that out. Yes. Every time I talk really close to the mic, I feel like the delicious dish. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about salt. <laughs> Easy. Barely. Chad, could this be an Elijah Craig barrel proof? No way. No way, I say. Did you look? <laughs> no, I, I promise you, I haven't looked. I know. The I envelopes believe, are still I sealed. I believe you. You steamed it open. And they're covered. Over yeah. a kettle. <laughs> I'm not crafty enough for that. <laughs> I don't know. Um, it it did ha- it did have more of a presence down my esophagus than I was anticipating, but the taste I got in the in the mouth, <laughs> as opposed to what the ear. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's that might be your problem. You're drinking yeah. bourbon the wrong way. Oh, dead gun it. Did it again. Um, the, the, the mouthfeel was more subtle or subtle. And then down the esophagus, it was like, no way, you just drank something that maybe had some proof on it. Yeah. This is a head scratcher is what this is. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know what to say about this. I could kind of see this being, and it, th- this is just based off of, you know, the way that mm. people like to trick bourbon drinkers second taste is better second taste is much better and it has more heat i i could see this being a home blend ah you know yeah because it does seem like it has bits and pieces of different it's kind of frankenstein yeah it it really is but at the same time i mean i i could really see this going one way or another gun to my head i would say this is 100 proof or plus or minus a few points yeah if we're going by the tricks or treats yeah it's either (laughs) 90.1 or 109.9 that was the most infuriating bit of that is like seeing how 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 easily that game could be played yeah well just how you could really play the you know we trust system the the next time we we do it we have other things that are gonna be in place that are, are gonna i believe it step it up i believe it yeah it's not just narrowing the the field. It's it's some other things. It's gonna be pretty cool. Yes, it's a podcast, Barry. They can't see the hand. <laughs> yeah, motion I know, that but I'm the, the hand motions that you did were very specific mm-hmm. to a certain person. Imagine I was a, playing an accordion. <laughs> That's basically the motion where I was saying narrowing. Yeah, it's good. I'll say that. I I like it quite a bit. I mean, I I, I don't think that the nose is opened up 
that much. Uh, but I think that the palette really is where this this kind of shines. Yeah. It is a thinker. The second sip, I thought it was more on the front of the tongue. Now I think it's more back of the tongue. I'm all mixed up. Third sip, I was starting to get a lot of dark barrel notes. Mm-hmm. The, the, the tannins are really coming through. I don't know. I, I don't either. I, I want to know. I want to know. <laughs> I do too. Do you want to do sample two before we... Knowing what sample one is might color... I agree. Yeah. So let's let's go on to sample two. All right. I love it. Yeah. Ho. Hello. Ho. Ho. How. Heyo. Heyo. Hey y'all. I'm Polly Show. <laughs> Different nose. Definitely more floral. Sort of it's dried kinda, fruity. Kind of perfumey. Uh huh. A little bit. Yeah. Once you really stick your nose in there. I'm then it starts get, getting fruity. I'm sort of getting like dried fruit. Yeah. Yeah. I would... Mm, I want to take a sip before I hazard a guess. I'm, <laughs> I'm already there. Oh. It's fruity. And floral. And there's uh, a building heat on the tongue. A building... Oh! When you breathe, when you talk and you breathe in air, <laughs> there it is. It's yeah. like, nope, I'm more than just uh, just that. I'm gonna fight you on it. Is it kind of banana bready? <laughs> yeah. I mean, not. Do you need ov- a minute? <laughs> no, not overtly, but when you said that, I was like, yes, completely. Uh, at first, like I kind of had to wait for the heat to die down. It was kind of masking it. Um, but then, yeah, it is. Mm, it's like a moist banana bread. It would lead me to believe that this is a brown foreman product. Typically, that I mean, smart money, <laughs> yes. But I again, I don't know what to categorize this as. I would say it's definitely a rye a, a rye bourbon. Yeah. If I had to go proof, probably in the one ten to one twenty range. I would agree with that. But that that banana bread note. Mm. You know what? You breathe in as you're taking a sip, and that banana becomes prevalent on the nose. Yeah, that's what that that's what that fruit is. I I think this has got to be a Brown Foreman product. I don't think it's an old Forester. Could it be a Woodford? Some different expression of Woodford. What if this is old Forester 1915? <laughs> oh, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> I don't know. I don't either. Um, I don't. I mean, no, it could be Old Forester. If it is, I think it is something more from the Whiskey Row series, and not just like an Old Forester 100. If, or... if we're talking blends, uh-huh. which this could again be a blend because uh-huh. it does seem to have DNA of many different things, blendy quality. I could imagine this being a blend of all four of the Whiskey Row. Son of a bee. Bourbons. Son of a bourbon. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. That's an interesting. Oh, you, the math involved to name that would be crazy because you got eighteen. You got eighteen ninety-seven. You got eighteen. Got nineteen twenty, nineteen ten. It's eighteen seventy, eighteen ninety-seven, right? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, because eighteen ninety-seven is the bottom of bottom bonds, and then eighteen seventy is when they started. Yep. And, oh, okay. Jeez. <laughs> Nerd Look, man, alert over hey, here. I gave you all those facts about Maker's Mark on that uh, that Patreon podcast. You were looking at your phone. 
I was not Mr. Perkins, and no, I, <laughs> he, he I can't get back he, into that character. He wasn't. No, do you, I? I want to know what these are. Yeah, let's do it. Do you want to go one to two, or do you want to go two to one? Well, since two is on our palette, let's do two. Okay, here we go. Come on, old Forrester. This is a pretty thick envelope, too. Probably has a lot of just him going like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> it's just Joker writing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> from a magazine, just like the letters cut out. What? <laughs> really? So it really? was Brown Foreman. It was Brown Foreman. Good It is on a ya. Jack Daniels single barrel barrel proof. Okay. Uh, 130.8 proof. So oh, we were a little we off. We were a little off. But... This is uh, this is a Mons beer and wine. Yeah, huh. so it's beer a pick. It is a pick. Okay, I I think this might be the second Jack Daniels pick I've ever had. Mm-hmm. And I'll be really honest with you, they've not disappointed me. We had one in our advent calendar last year. Yeah, I remember that. And it was it was fine. Now, could bias have creeped in? Yes, absolutely. Sure, yeah, for sure. For for a Kentucky native to be trying a Tennessee product, Tennessee's fine. I love Tennessee. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> hey, Bellmead, oh, Bellmead Bell cast Mead. strength is my jam, yeah, okay? Absolutely. But I might harbor a little bit of a thing with Jack Daniels because, hey, don't you call us bourbon. We're Tennessee whiskey. We are a category unto itself. We're not bourbon. We're Tennessee whiskey. We have the Lynch, the, the, the freaking Lynch, Lincoln, uh, Lincoln County, Lincoln County. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, it's Lynchburg, Tennessee. The Lincoln County process. We send it through feet upon feet of tightly packed charcoal maple chips. We send it, it through feet upon feet of feet. Of feet. It doesn't change the taste. It's a filtering agent, that whole chestnut. I, what, what the listeners couldn't see was I just sat back and crossed my arms and let you go on. Yeah, <laughs> the, what they don't know is you cut out 30 minutes of that rant. I'm, a, I, I've I'm had, a little horse now. I've sampled everything from his bar in the meantime. <laughs> he took a nap. He made a sandwich. He made, he made a big sandwich. A big sandwich. And he changed his pants. I, I'm in different pants now. <laughs> Now, people who don't listen to that are like, what the hell? Uh, yeah, I don't even want to explain it. All right, don't. I'm not going to. Let no. them Google it and see if something comes up. Different pants and big sandwich meats. He made himself a big sandwich, and he's wearing different pants. He had, what, like four big sandwiches four, this he, week? He also went to the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I was there for three hours. Yeah. It's just increasingly longer time i'm just so happy that i have somebody to talk yeah. about with it, it doesn't matter i anyway, totally get it so so sample one or totally. sample two rather we're going backwards uh, again was the jack daniel single barrel barrel proof 130.8 yeah i don't know what to think about what sample one is going to be now I'm trying it again trying it again there is definitely something familiar about that oh, i don't know where it lands is it heaven hill where is that? There is something familiar. If I, I, I think I would probably lean a bit more towards Heaven Hill, but I could also see it being a Buffalo Trace product. Yes, yes, same. Is it a Weller? <laughs> I'm still <laughs> yeah, leaning another on that. foolproof. <laughs> well, no, I'm still leaning on that um, weeded thing. Yeah, watch me be wrong. What do you want to? Th- do you think this is going to be another pick? It could be. 
I mean, that, I think definitely that could be, be why it's familiar. What do, you, what do you send the bourbon podcaster who has everything? A pick. Fair enough. All right. Let's find out. All right. No more waiting. Here we go. And the winner is? <laughs> There's a befuddled look on his face. Knob Creek. It is a pick. It is a bourbon. It's um, not a weeder. <laughs> um, Chad, I have this pick. Do you? I have this pick. This is from uh, the Speakeasy, Wisconsin. Riley's Wines of the World. Yeah. Um, this is called the Rat Pick. Huh. And it's the, the guys from the Speakeasy on a sticker on the side uh-huh. that says the Rat Pick, and they're all the, the Rat Pack guys, but oh, their yeah. heads are photoshopped so on top. So we're also off on the proof, because this, that's got to be 120, right? This is 120 proof. Dang. It, Shoot, man. It drinks like 100. <laughs> And it does not taste like Jim Beam. Was not in the realm of Jim Beam. No. At all. I'm trying the last little bit, thinking about Jim Beam. No. I failed to I failed to pick up the nuttiness. Definitely familiar though. Good to know that it's a pick. I still maintain that this is one of my favorite Knob Creek picks. I do. Because I, I mean, I've said it in the past, and having it blind, I still love it, and I think that it really—it's it, good, yeah—and it, it still kind of takes me to different places, sure. And by kind of touching on all those different bits that I love from different bourbons, yeah, I, I still maintain my love for it, my affinity for it. By saying the word bits, I'm reminded that I need to have a tips and you bits. You need to so have I will a be tips thinking about that for the rest of the episode. I would. I would guess that we might have same ones, depending on whether or not you've signed up for a streaming service over the past I haven't. week. haven't. Oh, well, not that's yet. a shame. Yeah. I know what yours is going to be. Yes. And I cannot spoil it for you, but... No, you shan't. I don't want to get into tips and bits too early either. <clears throat> so, I don't want to be a negative Nancy. I'm not going to say anything bad about it. I thought it was a really good Knob Creek pick. Um, it lacked the Jim Beam qualities that I like... Mm-hmm. in say our barrel pick you know yeah sure where it's just like hey, yeah yeah straight up nuts you know <laughs> <laughs> straight up peanut butter on the neck pour and then more into just like the classic nuttiness with a with a tongue punch yeah um it's really good though i, I don't discount it at all i i enjoyed it when i didn't know what it was i enjoy it now that i know what it is do you want to do something crazy like, yeah do you want to do our review? You want to get nuts? Let's, <laughs> Let's get, get nuts. nuts. Do you want to do our review in the middle of the episode? I think we should. I think we should, too. I think we should. But before we go too far before, off the rails. Yes. And, and, and I think that while the Jim Beam profile is, or something adjacent to the Jim Beam profile is I on our it. palettes. No, I love it. We can kind of get get into it, and that way we don't have to revisit it, and then, you know, yada, yada. So. No, that's a great idea. Before we get there, though. I want to say a couple of things. First off, thank you so much, Beer Lovers of Wisconsin, for sending us this blind flight. This is really cool. He's an awesome dude. I see him, Absolutely. I see him comment on our videos mm-hmm. often. I think it, we've seen him in the chat. Um, and thank you for sending yeah. me beer. Because, <laughs> <laughs> because that, was, that was really cool, too. Uh, before I ask you what you've been drinking recently, I need to touch on a couple of things, uh-huh. uh, which I did not touch on at the top of the episode. The Mirror. first off is, if you have not done so yet, please leave us a five-star rate and review on iTunes. We are trying to push that a little bit more, just so we can get some new listeners, mm-hmm. and uh, that does really help, plus, uh, help us play into 
what they call the algorithm of the iTunes yeah. podcast app. Yeah. Um, gets more people, you know, searching. If they're just searching for Bourbon Podcast, you know, it kind of pushes us up to our, uh, towards the top a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can't leave a review, maybe tell your friends about the show. Tell a friend. Do. Tell a friend. I mean, make a big sandwich. Make a big sandwich and change your pants. <laughs> change your pants and tell a friend. Two different pants. Tell a, don't even worry about it. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> You're a dog of a bloke. <laughs> Dog of a bloke. Don't dog the boys. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, and the other thing. So it we we are currently about halfway through our Movember charity fundraiser. Yes. And as of a couple nights ago, we actually hit our goal of oh, five hundred dollars. Yeah. Which um, that's awesome. Not gonna lie, I got I got real emotional about it. Aww. <laughs> but. I, I just want to say first off, thank you all so much for everybody who has donated so far. Because we hit that goal so early, I upped it to ah, seven fifty. Good on ya. So because I, I now know that it's doable and that people are interested in, in making this happen, um, I think we can kind of keep it going. Yes. And so uh, it is now up to seven fifty for our, our goal. Uh, we are currently sitting at, I believe, five oh five. Uh, if my, my memory serves correctly, that number of course is subject to change. We're recording this on the Thursday before the Wednesday that it comes out. (laughs) So not sure what those numbers are going to look like. But, uh, as of right now, I just want to say thank you so much to everybody who Mm -hmm. has donated. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. there are some little special rewards for people who have donated, uh, kind of coming your way. I'm working on a few of them right now. Can't spill the beans about everything too much, but... I will let you know more. Very cool. As soon as as soon as I can. You kind of reminded me of something, if I may. Yeah. Uh, so at the time of this recording, um, I'm going to plug this on our Sunday live stream. Uh, but great to do it here because it's for another great cause. Yeah, it's please. for the uh, Ronald McDonald House of uh, of Kentucky. Yeah. They are doing a pappy raffle. No kidding. Yes. So go to RMHCK. That's Ronald McDonald House Central Kentucky, mm-hmm. I think. That's what it stands for. Doesn't matter. It's rmhck.org slash Pappy Raffle. P-A-P-P-Y-R-A-F-F-L-E. So I'll, I don't want to get too far off sure. topic of bourbon, yeah. but um, I can speak... Mm, semi personally mm-hmm. to uh, the the importance of the Ronald McDonald House. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, a lot of you all probably don't know this, uh, but and I don't even know if you know this, Chad. Um, my brother Dane, mm-hmm. for uh, six years out of his life, from the time he was ten all the way until he was sixteen, had Lyme disease. Oh, and in that time, he and my mom had to travel. <laughs> all over the the United States, just trying to find help and, and care and everything. And one of the biggest assets, you know, in the midst of medical bills and everything was being able to go to someplace like the Ronald McDonald House. Mm-hmm. Not like the Ronald McDonald House. It was the Ronald, the McDonald, Ronald McDonald, McDonald House. McDonald House, yeah. And be able to, you know, go somewhere for a couple of nights mm-hmm. and not have to pay boarding. Right. You know, and it was a really, quite frankly, 
scary time mm-hmm. for for yeah. our family and you know just having a little bit of that alleviated yeah was a huge blessing absolutely so yeah i, I i'll definitely encourage people to go and check that yeah. out too. i i did not know that thank you thank you for sharing yeah of course yeah. Yeah. um i didn't and that's the thing too i think that people probably don't know that you know everybody struggles and everything yeah. i mean that's the reason that we're doing the movember mm-hmm. campaign as well yeah. And, you know, Movember touches so many men throughout the world. Yeah. And and trying to encourage them to take care of themselves and to, you know, seek help when they need it. And, you know, also talking about the Ronald McDonald House, you know, it's more than just a burger chain mm-hmm. that, yeah. I mean, they, they, they legitimately are taking care of people. And so I think it's important to give back where, you know, well, it, it yeah, you know, look, it's good. It, it's great that you have a personal endorsement that you can attach yeah. to this cause. I mean, it just, you know, I haven't had any personal connection with it. Um, you know, someone on uh, Patreon brought it to my attention and then I sent them an email and I said, hey, can I help you guys get the word out? Because I noticed mm-hmm. they didn't have but maybe a fourth of their tickets sold. And I was like, hey, just want to make sure it's okay for me to help you get the word out. And they're like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that's what we're, you know, we're going to announce that on, on Sunday's live and it's great to announce it here too. So, um, again, uh, well, I lost the website, but, uh, <laughs> O-C-K. Excuse me. Sorry. Slash Pappy Raffle. Right. It's a $100 ticket. Okay. Okay. Goes to but a great cause. It goes to a great cause, and here's what you could win. There's only two thousand tickets being sold. So depending on how many tickets you buy, wow. it would be within two thousand. Here's what you'll win: a full bottle of old Rip, old Rip Van Winkle ten year, Van Winkle Special Reserve twelve year, Pappy Van Winkle fifteen year, Pappy Van Winkle twenty year, Pappy Van Winkle. 23 years. Holy yes, moly. The complete vertical. So so this is one winner. One winner. Oh my gosh. The complete vertical. You don't have to be present to win. Uh, this runs through December 5th uh, or until tickets are sold out and they will ship. Now the winner has to be responsible for the cost of shipping, but they will ship anywhere in the US and if there is, depending on international laws, a legal way to ship internationally, they will do that too. So, there you go. Okay. I mean, spend spend thousands of dollars, you know, on a few bottles of bourbon, or spend one hundred dollars helping a great cause for the yeah, chance to. You might not win, but that could be a tax write off, and you have contributed to what we have just now learned from a personal experience is, in fact, a great cause. Yes. So there you Absolutely. go. Absolutely. Yeah. So. Boom. Yeah, let's get back to bourbon. Cool. Yeah. Chad, what have you been drinking recently? I have been drinking Blanton's Straight from the Barrel. Shout out to... <laughs> Every night? <laughs> well, until it was gone. <laughs> Shout out to My Drew. Man. Shout out to Drew from the Here for the Booze um, Patreon meetup that we had. He brought a, a, a brand new bottle of Blanton's Straight from the Barrel that we opened on the bus and that we had, and we came home with the last little bit. Finish that puppy off. <laughs> Rush, though, I'm just trying to think of the bottle kills. We've had a couple bottle kills here lately. We did the um, Boone County 12-year lion share pick. Oh. We finished that puppy off. Oh. It was rather good. Yeah. Yes, rather good. Yeah. Um, and then here recently, 
we had some unique uh, Four Roses um, small batches that we did a uh, Lexington Bourbon Society event with Brent Elliott. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, where, yeah, yeah. where teams battled to combine um, any of the 10 single barrel expressions into a homemade small batch. And there was a winner. Sarah was one of the judges this year. I was a judge last year. Oh, cool. Um, and I got to taste them and you know, they were amazing. <laughs> so also been drinking that. <laughs> Do you get to bring any of that home with you? Nah. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, it is. That's a real shame. Yeah. But you know, good times. Yeah. That's what sure. I've been drinking. What you've been drinking. So, uh, as of recording this yesterday was old Papa Ritter's birthday mm-hmm. and a little, little bit of backstory. So good friend of the show, of course, Dustin Whitaker, uh, found this bottle on well, am I allowed to say that anymore? I wouldn't. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, I'll bleep it out. Um, found this bottle. Found this bottle, yes. And it was um, not only my birth year, but it was also bottled on my dad's birthday. And so, right? I mean, so I'm the oldest uh, in, in our family. And so this would have been the first birthday my dad had with a kid as a dad yeah as a dad so as a papa Ritter. as a father <laughs> yeah <laughs> um i'm fine but never mind <laughs> uh anyway so it just seemed like a no-brainer to totally. try to pick that up so i wound up in my possession and we cracked it last night of course the cork fell right into the uh, bottle of course it did <laughs> because that's what old turkey corks do yeah and uh it was absolutely fantastic not only uh, was it eight year 101 it was also an export from korea oh, <laughs> wild yeah now was it a 700 milliliter or 750 i failed to look okay i will, i would just be curious the geek in me i'll go back home and look mm. and uh, I'll, I'll put it in the episode right here so i didn't record anything but it was a 700 milliliter bottle and i may not have recorded my own voice but at least i put it in also, suck it, Chad. Did he do it? <laughs> <laughs> I did it. Last time you told me I wasn't going to do it, I, know, I did it. I so know. here we go. Yeah, uh, I just anyway. always wonder. No, but I also... Um, no, I can't I can't say that, actually. Can't say That's it. That's a surprise. Don't say it. Oh. Mm. I, I got to sit down with somebody yesterday and share some pours. So uh, we'll talk about that more in the near future, I would say. Yeah. I think there's a there's a hint to that. I think it happened in the Drink More Bourbon podcast where you, I, someone texted you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right? That's but, where that happened? Yeah, that did happen. But, but this is going to come out before that, so. This will come out before the Drink More Bourbon podcast? I think so. Maybe? When's this going to come out? Next Wednesday. Yeah, there's a good chance of it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. Yeah. Um. So If, if it was in the... Multiple topic one for sure. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, that, it was in the. It was in the first one. Yeah. Well, who knows? Yeah. Just to say. Uh, but I also um, recently finally got to pick up uh, four bottles from OBC. Mm-hmm. I was on two, two separate picks on two separate days. One of them was Four Roses, uh, and it was a, a 100 proof OBSV mm-hmm. single barrel. It actually was, I, I didn't even realize it at the time, but was in celebration of Malone's 20th anniversary. Ah. 
which was kind of special, but then I looked at it and I was like, oh, I was there for that. Uh, but the other one was an OESV barrel proof. Mm. That's real nice. <laughs> <laughs> but then I also went with them uh, for a turkey pick, and it was a Kentucky Spirit, uh, which actually I have sitting on the table uh, that we'll, we'll get into nice. here in a little bit, mm-hmm. and a Russell's pick. Sweet. And if I remember correctly, both were Camp Nelson. Mm-hmm. I know at least the Russell's pick was. But I can't remember. I'll have to go uh, ask uh, ask Iverson or, or Justin or somebody mm-hmm. and see if they remember for sure. Nice. But that's just what I've been when drinking recently. Sweet. I want to be drinking this. Yeah, let's, let's drink this. This is, uh, we're doing something very different. We're doing a review in the middle of the episode. I like it. Instead, I'm yeah. I'm a fan. And, you know, and I figured this is kind of a, a good thing to do as well because it is 100 proof. Mm-hmm. And the other two things that I have are... Over that. Over that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. Especially since we just had a Knob Creek. We and, did. And yeah. we might get a little of a schnickered uh, the further we go, so... There you go. That was pretty good. Yeah, pretty yeah. good. So this is the Knob Creek Quarter Oak, uh, which is their I always newest. want to call it Quarter Cask. I do Quarter too. Oak, yeah. I, which is weird what's because... what's a Quarter Oak? <laughs> you know? So the thing is that they use a quarter-sized barrel. Yeah, which is uh, a Quarter Cask. <laughs> I got it. Yeah, I think that but was kind of But I know it's also a... like in conjunction with 53-gallon barrels. Ah, uh, well, yeah, 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 right. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, so they they use one quarter sized barrel mm-hmm. and blend it with their full fifty three yeah. gallon barrel. Yeah, which I'm a fan of. I, I I've never been too crazy about stuff that have come out of smaller barrels. I mean, there are obviously some exceptions, but generally, uh, I'm more of a fan of things from the you know call it full size barrel. So I think I call it that. Yeah. <laughs> How brave of us! How brave! We're brave people. I feel like combining them um, to get the different influence from the quarter cask with your standard 53 gallon is, you know, it's smart. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, maybe we'll see. I've only <laughs> had this once. It was, it was at the here for the booze meetup and it was on top of umpteen other things. So well, this is, I don't um, remember this has opened up a little bit. Good. <laughs> uh, I got this for, I believe, 50 bucks mm-hmm. which is pretty common for the knob creek limited editions that have been coming out yeah uh, over the past couple of years yeah so i'm excited to see what uh yeah. what you think about so this what we got. Yeah. it's a little medicinal i think there is some kind of cherry cough syrup on the nose there is a there is a cherry note there that i think a lot of us attribute took you know cough medicine <laughs> um but it it is kind of really well coupled with an oak note too and i think that's kind of you know the influence of maybe that smaller barrel yeah i think if you look for it you can find the nuttiness but it's not jumping out kind of a like a roasted pecan with sugar on it. Uh huh. It gonna, is very sugary. I was gonna say walnut, but yeah, I could see pecan too. Well, I think you're wrong. <laughs> you're wrong. <laughs> hmm. It's very light. It is light for a hundred proof. Yeah. Ooh. You know that um, 
that Christmas mix of like popcorn and nuts yeah. that you get in those big metal tins, mm-hmm. that's what this reminds me of. Hmm. Interesting. So it's like caramel popcorn, sometimes mixed with just straight up buttered popcorn and mm-hmm. then like, I don't know, peanuts? Is that what comes in those tins? I, I can't remember. I don't think it's peanuts. Is it almonds? It's not almonds. I think, a lot, it, it's, it's almonds, I think a lot of times it's cheddar popcorn. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, usually they're like in, in three sections. Right, yeah. yeah. I'm talking about like the one big mix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of like a few things together. Yeah. I will say there is a savory note on the palate. There is. There is. I'm getting that that popcorn thing. Um, it's almost like that salted caramel again. No, that, it know, definitely you, is. It's, yeah. yeah. Not a super long finish. I Yeah, I would venture to say it's quite short. But what it does offer up is a lot more of those sweet notes. Uh, there's kind of a cotton candy uh-huh. flavor uh, towards towards the end. Um, just very light and airy, yeah. I think, overall. The, the, kind of like a sponge cake. Yeah. The nuttiness <laughs> is definitely on the back end, and it's kind of like you had a handful of peanuts, and then you ate that popcorn, and you can still kind of taste... Peanuts and candy corn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, Swan, mm-hmm. huge fan of. Mm-hmm. Oh, second sip. I got a little burst of lemon out of nowhere. I see that. Yeah. Yeah. Like a little. I don't know if it's lemon necessarily as much as it is just kind of citrus, citrusy. Citrus or it's that ever since you said fluffiness, like, or I don't know if you said fluffiness or not, but. I think I did. Okay. That like (laughs) lemon pound cake, like it's a, it's an angel food cake with maybe some lemon. Yeah. Type of um, flavoring. Of the two Jim Beam products we've had today. Yeah. Both have been so off profile. Right, yeah. And I I don't think that that is bad for this. I don't think that it's inherently a bad product. I think that it just might not be an ideal Jim Beam product. With this one, I think it makes more sense because it's 100 proof. I only say that because I had the regular 100 proof small batch Mm. yesterday with with a buddy I went to lunch with. And we, we had that. With the 120, with the pick, it doesn't quite make sense. But that one, I, I feel like drinks lower proof than it actually is. Like, yeah, those seemed more on par proof-wise. Mm-hmm. And that flavor is more indicative of what I had in just the off-the-shelf Jim Beam small batch yesterday. I could kind of see this pairing well with a savory dish. Yeah. I don't know why that's where I'm going right now in, in, in terms of my assessment. But it does seem like it's kind of meant to be a part of something greater than itself. I would agree with that. I feel like there there needs to be a pairing that takes off those couple things that I'm not crazy about mm-hmm. and complement the things that I do like. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Would this hold up in a cocktail? I don't think it would. I, w- I would like to see it in, maybe not an old-fashioned, but maybe more like a Manhattan, mm-hmm. where everything's kind of very straightforward in its presentation. Yeah, that could work well in a Manhattan. I think anything too 
fruit forward, it would just get lost. It would get buried. Yeah. But if it's pretty much just (laughs) the bourbon and then, Mm -hmm. you know, some other little, like, bitters and so forth, yeah, I could see that working. Yeah. So we uh, do have a review system. We do, we do. Full fleshy piercings. What? What? (laughs) What? I'm going to really amplify that <laughs> turn yeah. it way up in the, in the edit. No, uh, it's nose palette finish and price. Each category is out of five, and then we total everything up for a final score out of 20. Chad, what would you give the nose on this bourbon? I think it's right there middle of the pack, so I would give it a 2.5. I was going to give it a three. Okay. So yeah, I, I, I don't think that it's bad necessarily, but... It's funny. I kind of liken it a little bit more to Jim Beam White Label, mm. which is interesting. But it does kind of have it smells s- lower proof. It does for sure, but it does have a little bit more of a punch to it on the nose. But it's nothing. Yeah. It's nothing that is so out of this world that it's going to go any higher than a three. Yeah. So it's good, but not great. Yeah. Same kind of way with the with the palette. Where it's it's got good stuff going for it, you know. We did talk about you know some of the. It it seems like we're talking about it more so as you know what all of the ingredients make together. You mm-hmm. know, yeah. So instead of it being like, oh, it's the Granny Smith apples that go into the pie with the cinnamon, you know, and the, you taste the cinnamon separately. It's like, yeah. what does it all come up with? together Mm -hmm. and i think that that is a little bit more interesting than breaking it down bit by bit and so i i like what it comes out to but i'm just not crazy about it i would say right i would give it a 3.5 3.5 okay on the palette yes okay i gave it a i gave it a three i think it's better than average but it's i don't know it's I don't know. <laughs> it is what it is. I <laughs> I mean, that's kind of how I felt about it on the nose. Yeah. But I I think that the finish is the part that I feel the most strongly about. Really? I, I figured because, with it being so short, you might not... Well, that's why I feel the most strongly about it is because it is... Oh, okay. I, it is quite absent. Mm-hmm. So I'm between a 1.5 and a 2, so I'm uh-huh. going to give it a 1.75. 1. 1.75. Which is not I not great. Okay. Of course, but I I mean, I gave it a I gave it a two and a half. I yeah. f- I feel like it's about like the nose. It's it's average. Mhm. Um, that was a little bit longer than than real short, but definitely not long. So I gave yeah, I gave it a two and a half. I don't know. Again, like the nose, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine yeah we're fine i'm fine price is 50 dollars. price is 50 <sighs> okay taking into account that it is a limited edition but also being a pretty okay product i don't know man i feel like a three is about as high as i could give it you're giving it a three i'm giving it a three okay you had to give it a 7.5 and just mess up all my math. <laughs> uh, you have a... Well, I have a 10. Okay. So 50%. 10 out of 20. Yeah. Yeah. That's not half. great. Uh, you have 9, 10, 10 and a half, 
hearing it all together, I feel like. I mean, right? That, you have a three, yes, three, three and a half, one point seven five. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Bourbon does not encourage math skills. It, it really doesn't. No, but I, I just think that yeah, it. it it's just a very is what it is. It is what it is. Kind of bourbon. And bourbon is as bourbon does, sir. Quite frankly, from what I remember, I don't think my score for Jim Beam White Label was too far off. Huh. It, it, I mean, if I'm just being candid about it, they were very similar scores. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, say what you will about Jim Beam White Label, it still has its merits. Yeah. So if we're just going off of price, which I guess in turn has to, you know, you have to talk about the quality of the product. I don't see any merit <laughs> over buying this $50 bottle of bourbon right? versus its $15 <laughs> counterpart. Well, I would say this. I would rather have the regular Knob Creek small batch or definitely Knob Creek single barrel I for totally the price. I totally agree. Totally agree. I'd rather have that 120 nuttiness goodness. Or for the same price, a pick. Or go a little bit higher. Maybe a Baker's. Or Or a Booker's. Booker's. Yeah. I just think that it's... I don't think it's a good representation of the Knob Creek line. I don't either. But I like what they did with this idea. Yeah. I'm I'm all for the idea and in support of it, but I don't think it exactly worked out. And that's just more reason why I don't... I'm not so into the quarter cask stuff. You know, good that they tried it, because, well, Quarter Oak, I know, uh-huh. is the name, but they did it in a quarter cask. <laughs> um, you know, because I've, I've, I've talked to Master Stillers about the smaller barrel things, and they're like, it's, we've tried it, it's just so unpredictable um, as to when the sweet spot happens, you really have to be tasting it every day, and it's just not worth the maintenance i guess sure you know and that was coming from buffalo trace and they have what ten thousand experimental barrels resting right now so if they're saying we experimented with it and it's just not happening it's just not worth it then i'm like okay (laughs) (laughs) you're right (laughs) thank you goodbye you know it's like yeah with with the the idea of experimental or, or maintenance in mind could this have been priced higher? I would hope not. But I'm saying, like, did did Jimpy maybe lowball themselves when well, they were pricing this we product? we don't know the percentage of 53-gallon barrel to quarter cask. That's fair. You know, it could have been 80% uh, of the, you know, 53-gallon regular and uh, 20% of the quarter cask. That's, that's true. I mean, it, you know, I just kind of... My my initial reaction is, oh, the quarter cask is dumped right into the the what it what will become the blend of that and the fifty three gallon. Yeah, and it could so, be. I don't think they lowball themselves. You know, they put that little medallion, they glued that little medallion on the bottle, and it's a it's a limited thing. Well, that's and worth at least three dollars. Yes, I think this falls more in line of like the Basil Hayden's you know experimentals the rum cask the the two by twos it just but you know what and it's and it's and it's good that you 
talked about the pairing with food thing because the way that we palate the two by two rye from basil hayden's is with food mm-hmm. and we found a pairing yeah. that is bonkers amazing so i think that's where this lies this is waiting to find a pairing that just knocks your socks off i, I wouldn't mind trying it with a steak yeah honestly can... which which is just kind of a, a dumb idea well, but it's, like... yeah, it's more like a default i think you start with that and you kind of build off of it um and then, then there's some type of combination there, whether it's like steak with a bite of mashed potatoes and asparagus, or whatever, you know, <laughs> whatever it is. Right. Or it's like, I don't know, a, a bacon wrapped steak. There's some other mm-hmm. variable there that would kick it up. A no, notch I totally and agree. take it to the next level. Or what you know, whatever cut of steak it yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. Or, it's a New York you know. strip at medium <laughs> with a with a with a seared shot of a, cabernet I seared don't know. in a garlic butter exactly. reduction Ooh, a little white wine reduction no, and, uh, yeah, me too. <laughs> need some more of that Chex mix <laughs> oh i shot some out at you you did ah fair enough yeah uh usually we wrap episodes up at this point but i know we got more to do we do yeah like I said, I, I do have a, a a single barrel Kentucky Spirit pick that I was a part of, so yeah. I you know wanted you to get your grimy mitts around it. I would love to check this out. Well, while we are in between pours, I figured I'd go ahead and tell you all about our sponsor for the week. That is Distilled Experiences. It is a local tour company out of Lexington, Kentucky, that I have had the good fortune to work alongside. It has been founded by Nate Taylor, who is a local Kentucky boy. Uh, who has a great, great passion for the bourbon industry and all of uh, the wonderful merits that it brings to Kentucky, not just Lexington, but Kentucky itself. Uh, There are two public tours that are are available throughout the week. They are on Friday and Saturday, Uh, but personal private tours can also be booked. Uh, If that is something that interests you, we... uh, cater uh, the the tours a little bit more towards what you are interested in so say you would rather hit uh, a couple of the craft tours uh, that is something that can be offered up to you uh, there is also a discount code that is available to listeners of the show you can head to distilledexperiences.com and use the code my bourbon podcast and you get 10 percent off all public tours throughout the week so again distilledexperiences.com uh, for the public tours, use the code My Bourbon Podcast at checkout, and you just might have uh, Old Pear Bear himself as a tour guide for for one of those two days. I'm gonna let Chad finish his uh, his chomping there <laughs> before we hop back into this. I was trying this, to do it off mic. This for no, it's all right. I was gonna draw attention to it. <laughs> <laughs> no, so this is uh, as I said, a Kentucky Spirit pick that I was a part of for uh, OBC Kitchen and I guess in turn BHG restaurants um, around Lexington. And I guess really they've started expanding outside of Kentucky too. Mm -hmm. This is actually my first pour from the newly designed bottle. Really? Yeah. I thought I brought you one that I picked Uh, up from Liquor Barn. Well... It was called like Mr. Russell's Neighborhood or something like yeah, that. Yeah, you probably did. <laughs> well, the one that I own, I haven't opened yet because mm. we still have a turkey tail bottle. Have we talked about whether or not it was a good move for them to redesign? Uh, I think we might have. You know, it, it's funny to hear 
Jimmy Russell talk about bottle redesign because, you know. He doesn't care. Jimmy, <laughs> he's an older gentleman. And he's like, why do you think we re- redesigned this bottle? Because women go out oh, no. and, I mean, he's not like, women, they get out of the kitchen and they get nothing hey, like darling. That. Yeah, nothing like that. But he's like, women find this bottle more appealing. I mean, you know, it's like he's just talking about what the marketing report <laughs> uh, says. Um, I don't know. I think I think people don't start appreciating the bottle until they hear they're getting a new bottle. <laughs> and they're like, but the turkey tail's so beautiful. When if you had said, tell me a beautiful bottle, that probably never would have left your lips. You know, you would be like, well, the Bland's bottle's cool. And, uh, you know, this and that bottle. At that point, we're kind of talking about iconic versus pretty. Yeah. And I think that the Blanton's bottle is iconic, whereas the turkey tail bottle was just kind of visually appealing. It just wasn't practical. Yeah. You know? And I think that with with Blanton's and their barrel grenade-looking bottle... Mm-hmm. That's a lot more feasible for production and for, you know, consumers who are trying to fit it on their shelves. Mm-hmm. But the turkey tail bottle was so oddly shaped. Well, it was shaped like a turkey tail. It was shaped like a turkey tail. <laughs> that being said, I do, I, I, I still love it. I mean, this is basically what, the, um, is this the rare breed bottle or pretty similar to yeah it, it is mm-hmm. yeah i don't i i'm used to it now but when i first saw a picture of the redesign i was like that label is just too plain like i, I wasn't a fan of it now it's grown on me you know it's minimalistic i get it it's it's clean but quite a departure from the turkey tail yeah and that being said the turkey tail was around for what Near on 20 years? I mean, when was Kentucky Spirit introduced? 94? Uh, Maybe earlier than that, 91? Somewhere around there. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I can understand why there was a little bit of backlash against it being redesigned. Yeah. Or replaced, rather. It wasn't really redesigned other Not, than the label. No, yeah. They just took a different label and slapped it on a rare breed bottle. Yeah. But I get it. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I mean, yeah, it fits on. <laughs> well, it fits on the shelf better now. It does. It has single barrel on the neck, you know, and a neck tag. Now, we, we did hear multiple times that the bottle was not feasible for bottling. turkey tail the turkey tail wasn't feasible no it's like it, it it caused production issues huh you didn't hear that i don't think so well you must not have been talking to the right people <laughs> no i'm just kidding They're not listening. no it, it from from what i understand the neck was getting broken on the bottling line mm. multiple times so i mean i guess go with something that's a little bit more Tried and true. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Substantial, yeah. What, what do you think about this? You've made some faces and noises. Well, the nose, 
was atypical, I felt, to turkey. But the taste is really solid. I like it a lot. It's, you know, the thing about the thing about turkey that you could say is, I feel like a lot of times they taste over what their proof is. Like this is one hundred and one proof. It's yeah. one point higher than a bottled and bond mm-hmm. bourbon. But man, it drinks. It drinks over its class, you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah for it's sure. um, yeah, it drinks pretty exceptional. If if I remember correctly, when we were picking the the two expressions that we were, we we chose the Kentucky Spirit one because it was lower proof and it was going to lend itself a lot better towards being bottled at one hundred and one, uh-huh. while still maintaining the flavors that we really liked. Whereas the Russells that we picked, yeah, I, I honestly, if I remember correctly, it came out of the barrel at 111 or 112. So there wasn't a whole lot that was going to be added to it. And so it was still really, really going to maintain what made it mm-hmm. as, as exceptional as it was. Yeah. And I think that, you know, we were tasting this and everything was kind of popping out at us and it still had... It, it seemed like it could be curbed a little bit. And I really do feel like it's a, a, a really exceptional example of what a Kentucky Spirit pick can be. Yeah. But that being said, you know, if we're just kind of talking base level about Kentucky Spirit picks, they are essentially a single barrel version of Wild Turkey 101. Right. Which, when, when I first heard that, I think my brain did a backflip <laughs> because it, well, it yeah, realized I mean, that it was a thing that could... You, you think for the $50, it would be older, and it might in some cases. Do you remember what the age was on this one? I can't. I, I couldn't tell you. Yeah. I mean, with Turkey 101, you're, you're of course, getting a, a batched version that contains right. seven, eight, maybe some nine-year... Um, now, More like this past year, we had some uh, some twelve year, right? Some twelve year in there. Um, Thanks, Long Branch. Yeah, with this, you are getting with a single barrel. Obviously, it's going to be in a definitive age. Yeah, and it's it, you know it's the exact same proof, the exact same mash yeah. bill, the exact yeah. same stuff. It can come from the exact same warehouses, even. <laughs> it is impressive, and like. Speaking again of the Halloween episode, like that was one that Sarah blinded me with was Kentucky Spirit. And I remember my reaction being like, what is this? This is really good. I really like this. Yeah. And then she told me it's Kentucky Spirit. I was like, what? (laughs) Well, I mean, it it makes sense that I like it, but uh, I didn't think I liked Kentucky Spirit that much. Yeah. Well, this is a really good pick. No, I I, I think that it was... And and that is, you know, in part and parcel to everybody that was on that pick. Uh-huh. I mean, Iverson, of course, who we've had on the show before, talked ad nauseum about. And then uh, Justin, who is their, I believe, their spirits director hmm. there, too, at OBC or really BHG. Um, you know, it wasn't like you just looked in, at the room and go... Hey, you're going on a pick tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it was well curated. Yeah, for 
you know, making sure that the, the end product was <laughs> going to be quality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I, yeah, I think that this is a really good example of what Kentucky Spirit picks can be. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like they're kind of slept on right now. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they're sitting on the shelf <laughs> a lot longer than Russell's picks are. And I, I think that it, it might just be that people don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I legitimately didn't know until, you know, probably the beginning of this year. Well, you know, it's it's back to that old reserve hypothesis, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it has reserve in the title, it's good. And I think people just, oh, it's reserve, <laughs> like Woodford Reserve, like uh, Weller Special, Special Reserve. reserve. Yeah. It's reserve. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I think in Russell's has always been a great package, especially since they redid it from that faux wood <laughs> label oh, yeah. of back in the day. And, yeah, I think it just looks more attractive on the shelf. And it may have been because they were getting overlooked that they did this bottle redesign. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this bottle redesign is going to help them. I still think it would be overlooked. It looks pretty plain. <sighs> yeah, I think that's just kind of the the general hypothesis. Is Until you get a Matthew whatever. McConaughey picked Kentucky Spirit, I don't think the general public <sighs> is going to really be looking towards this. I I'm not going to say that I wouldn't want to try that. Even even just for shock value. Sure. Right? I mean I mean I don't know what the guy's palate's like. I mean clearly we have Long Branch is the best tasting bourbon he's ever had. So say he. Now, he's also apparently the creative director of Wild Turkey. Okay. <laughs> he says that's the best tasting whiskey he's ever had. And it's just not for me. I don't think it's, it's for you either. It's not for me either, no. Yeah, it's, I, and it's not, it wasn't made for us. No, no. It was made for people <laughs> who maybe you were thinking about getting into bourbon. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Anyway, this is a good bourbon. <laughs> no, it's good. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. So I'm going to be intentionally vague about this last one. <laughs> okay. I can't divulge too much information about this. Mm-hmm. I will say that this was given to me by a friend. Um, it is a limited release. It's something A mutual that, friend. A mutual friend indeed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, this is something that I did not expect to have in my possession. Having sampled it before, I was pretty, uh, I was pretty enthused that I could, <laughs> I could look up on my bar and go, oh, there it is. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to let you go Ooh. ahead and pour this. We'll talk about this okay. more soon. Not necessarily this episode, but ooh, that's what you got to do. That was the exact cork pop from the uh, the the podcast intro. <laughs> it definitely was. Every now and then I get the uh, oh. Every now and then I get the the same cork pop from the uncorking videos. Yeah, which is fun. And then I immediately go, da 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 Yep. It's bourbon night. Hello, I'm Chad. <laughs> you know what I almost suggested for, for this, for the Patreon recording of the podcast that we did earlier? Yes. 
almost said, "Hey, bring your guitar over. I'm gonna grab mine, oh, and we're shoot. gonna f- we're gonna figure something out." Oh, we should have <laughs> some other time. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. So it's funny that you say that. Nobody cares about this, but I'm gonna say it anyway because uh-huh. I'm really excited about it. So my first acoustic guitar was an Alvarez Regent. Uh huh. Kind of the lower end, but still appealed to, you know. If you didn't have a whole lot of money, but you wanted to, you know, get something that was similar to at that time, like Martin guitars. So I had a Dreadnought, the big mm-hmm. body mm-hmm. acoustic guitar, yeah, as my first acoustic. So you know, I'm 13 years old and you know, reaching around like it's a massive guitar, yeah. And I always wanted a smaller body version of that <clears throat> because it sounded great, but I wanted something that fit me a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And this is now going on 12, 13 years. I've picked up today, today, <laughs> a double O version of that guitar. It needs work to it and everything, but I I haven't been so excited to pick up a guitar. Oh. Oh, show me a picture of it. Yeah, yeah. since since I I found this one, and I mean nice. it is very much a project mm-hmm. guitar. Yeah, I mean like I'm I'm honestly going to like drill the hole for the pickup and like you know set the action and everything and mm-hmm. make sure that it's to my liking, which I've never done before. Nice, but this is my my next baby, <laughs> my sure. next project. Is, yeah, you yeah. Know, Really putting the time and the effort into it and not trying to rush it and nice. everything. And anyway, when 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 that gets done, I'll bring it over and <laughs> yeah. we'll, you know, yeah. record something for your Patreon. No, that'd be good. Maybe mine as well. Yeah. I have one acoustic and it is a um solid body mahogany Tacoma. Acoustic. Mahogany. Yeah. Um, Tacoma. Tacoma. Tacoma, Washington. Is that their own um I almost said distillery. <laughs> yes. Is that their own distillery. their own shop? Like or, or they yeah. made by Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Located in Tacoma, Washington from Washington Trees. Mm. Um yeah. That's really cool. I was actually at the time I was between like a, a lower end um Oh, it couldn't have been a tailor. Those are too expensive. What's a, what's another brand that's sought after in acoustics? uh martin oh okay yeah i just talked about mines <laughs> yeah yeah it bourbon. was it was uh yeah it's a bourbon it was a uh a, a martin kind of a you know base entry level right martin but i went and played this tacoma and i was like i like this one better <laughs> <laughs> so i ended up getting it you know yeah and um well, i like it i'm i i think you know, most days out of the week, I'm more of a an electric guitar guy. Yeah, but at, even then, you and I still different. Different. Mm-hmm. She ate. We still differ. That's what I was looking for. There you go. We still differ on what kind of electric guitars we go for. I yeah. mean, I'm much more of a Strat guy. Well, my first my first electric was a Strat. Mm, okay. I have but, two Strats. But don't you see? I'm I'm the Strat without the humbucker. Mm, I have a strat without the humbucker, but I like that humbucker because I, f- I feel like for distortion, the single pickup is just too noisy. See, if I'm going to go for a humbucker, I'm going to go for a Gibson or, or you know, I, sure. I, would, I would rather 
I mean, it's the same thing. That's why we have different bourbons. Mm-hmm. Anyway, back to bourbon, by the back way. Back to bourbon. Ooh. Uh-huh. Ooh, that's good. Oh, it's not bad. Oh, that's good. Oh, it's not bad. I, w- w- while still being intentionally vague about this, it is in the upper 120s mm-hmm. in proof. I was just noticing that. This is not the first release nope. of this product, but at the same time, still kind of a heritage brand, Yep, I would say. Mm-hmm. And it's something that is, I would say, pretty near and dear to the heart of this podcast, too, because... I, I, I can't say too much without giving it away. I mean, there there are reasons behind it that we'll talk about in the in the coming weeks. But this is um Ooh. <laughs> That's the best way to put it, is that it's just a a punch of flavor and just just deliciousness. Wow. I think it's I'm I think I'm gonna save good. the rest of this for Sarah. Will she be home soon? Uh yeah yeah pretty soon. Well then she can have her own pour of it. Well okay. I I won't <laughs> disallow that. I mean I'm I'm actually she's at a you can cut this out. She's <laughs> uh at a work event so she wasn't completely like a mandatory work event so she's not completely sure when she's gonna be home. Mm. It I mean it might well, be within the next twenty minutes it might be an hour I don't know. Oh. Yeah okay she can have her own pour of it. No that's good. No oh, I, wow. I I think this is. You know, ha- having had multiple iterations of it, this is kind of the one that has stuck out the most for me. And I, I don't know if it's because the, the craft behind it has gotten better and better mm-hmm. throughout the years. And maybe it's, you know, what do I say? Relativity bias? <laughs> That that is a thing, yes. Yeah, so you know, I I just think that this one's exceptional. It is really good. I know we're being very vague. I'm sorry. This makes for great radio, but <laughs> I I think that this was done very very well. I so. agree. I concur with that. Well, yes. here's the sound of the bottle. Oh, and glean from that what you will. Shake it around, Chad. Oh, you know what? That sounds like a... <laughs> Wait, here's a cork pop. That speaks <laughs> it's still, volumes. It still sounds like the, the podcast intro. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> anyway. No, I figured we... <laughs> you know there's lyrics to that song? Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, damn. Hmm. <laughs> no, I figured this was a good one for us to kind of end on and... Mm-hmm. Uh, We'll get into tips and bits now that we've wrapped everything up. You completely forgot, didn't you? I sure did. Well, then I will... No, I got something. No, okay. Well, then I'll let you go first. Okay, cool. (laughs) My tip and or bit is um, His Dark Materials. Oh, I'm so excited for that show. Hulu. I think there's only two episodes out at the time of this recording. We've watched both of them. And I'm in. I'm in for it. I'm in for the ride. Have you watched Watchmen yet? No. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna wait, maybe for the whole season to come out. You know, you, you gotta. Should, you should watch it <laughs> nowadays. It's amazing. 
first world problem. Nowadays, <laughs> you have to pick and choose what you series. Binger. Yeah, you wanna yeah, you wanna understand. you wanna get behind. There's uh, the new season of Silicon Valley that I haven't started watching yet, and I love that show. Isn't this the last season? It is. Yeah, that's weird. I know. Uh, the show's been going forever. I, I think it's only the sixth season. It feels like forever. <laughs> yeah. I, I love that show. I think the comedy is amazing on that show. Yeah. And the acting and everything. I mean, um, yeah, it's great. Um, but only two episodes from what I've seen of his Dark Materials is, is, is good. It's a solid show. I'd recommend it. That's my tip. Well, my mine is another show, The Mandalorian on <laughs> Disney Plus is I knew it would be that. Outstanding. I mean it's yeah, one I hear of that's the like what people want the movies to be. <laughs> I'm totally on board with that. What's your opinion of The Last Jedi? No, we've talked about this. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna talk about it again. Oh my gosh. No, that's fine. Should we do another one when uh the, the Rise of Skywalker comes out? I think we should is uh is um bill will be on it is he gonna be on it he will be on it please just allow me this so that everything can come full circle (laughs) much like the way of the jedi can we call the episode the rise of perkins yes (laughs) that sounds dirty (laughs) well now it does oh yeah sorry anyway no i i think we should even if it's like a bonus episode or uh-huh. something I, okay. I feel like it's something we should i mean listen i hope i love it and then you got two people gushing about it see i don't even hope that you love it i just hope that you have a, a, a strong enough opinion on it mm-hmm. to be able to say yeah it's fine or whatever or <laughs> it's yeah, just that, a movie okay that's done yeah it's just a movie. <laughs> worst movie ever best movie ever or it's just a or movie. it's just a movie yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I think that we should... I'll probably go to the toilet <laughs> during it, make a big sandwich, and wear different pants. Chase your kid. Yeah, yeah, chase my kid. Make a tram meme. Yeah, exactly. Now we're really getting niche. Yeah, we are. This podcast is going to be for nobody, um, I feel like, at this point. It's time for an ad. Do you like ads? Movement watches are both Casper stylish. Mattresses. Casper mattresses. I, I've been a fan of uh, of HelloFresh for six Hello years Fresh now. HelloFresh is... Uh... <laughs> anyway, let's let's wrap this show up, shall we? Yeah. Chad, first off, thank you for being on this episode. Oh, my pleasure. This has been a long afternoon, but a fun one. It's been a great one. It's been good. Good uh, way to where... spend a Thursday. Yeah, I totally agree. Where can people find you on social media? Uh, YouTube.com slash It's Bourbonite. The big one. You can hit that big o subscribe button and 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 an angel gets its wings you know it's that, big it's, it's big. red <laughs> yeah. it's it, another third it, qualifier yeah there you, it's another thing rule of thirds <laughs> no we love to have you as a subscriber to it's bourbonite youtube.com slash bourbonite uh we have a patreon a, 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 a patron patron patreon yeah um <laughs> it's it's patreon.com slash bourbonite and that's where you can hear you perry on the it's bourbonite patreon only podcast you yes. can hear swan on the patreon only podcast oh, myself and sarah do you know he's flying south for the winter i heard yeah yeah a little a little swan yeah. going to capistrano or something um i thought it, it was martinique but all right i don't know uh <laughs> Instagram, it's uh, it's Bourbonite. Uh, Facebook, it's Bourbonite. Twitter, it's Bourbonite. 
It's Bourbon Night. It's, oh, it's Bourbon Night. <laughs> it's Bourbon Night at gmail.com if you want to send us a mail piece. A mail piece? A mail. Which part of the mail? Any any part. Left arm, right arm? Any of it. Chain mail. <laughs> we take all all sorts of mail. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and whiskeyambitions.com. The only thing that's not, it's Bourbon Night. <laughs> whiskeyambitions.com is our store for merch. It's a Thursday afternoon. Thirst, thirsty <laughs> Thursday. <laughs> all right. Uh, if you want to follow up with me, I am at Purator1492 on all social media platforms. If you want to follow the show, it is at my bourbon pod on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. If you could, as we said at the top of the show, well, close to the top of the show, give us a five-star rate and review on iTunes. That would be super, super helpful so that we can get new listeners pushed our way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you cannot give us a rate and review... Please let your friends know about the show if you think that they would enjoy our conversations and finding out more about what it means to be a bourbon drinker in this community. Start a um, grassroots campaign. Yes, please. Where you tell people. Yeah. <laughs> we, we'll have a GoFundMe set up in yeah. a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for sure. Uh, if you have not yet joined our Facebook group, you can head to Facebook.com and search for This Is My Bourbon Group. There's a lot of in-jokes I've rec- uh, recently noticed, uh-huh. uh, but... If you want to be a part of those end jokes, there's no better place. Now, to, that's what you call ch- an inside joke? Well, that, yeah. An end joke. An end joke. Interesting. Well, I, I, can, I only have so much breath left in my body. <laughs> You're just trying to conserve I'm characters. really trying to conserve. That's why I call you C-Perk. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I, is, add, I add syllables. <laughs> it is helpful. Because Chad is just too... It's... it's Two one not note. Sp- specific. Enough. I'm going. Ba- I'm going back on that claim. No, it, we have lots of inside jokes. But if you want to uh, hang out and learn more about what's going on, and get those in uh, jokes, get those in jokes. Now I feel dumb for even saying. Well, it. I thought you said end joke, and no, I'm like, end jokes. Well, it's so bad that he's ended the jokes. joke, which I was like, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> no, that checks uh, that, out. That's just yeah. That's no, just that my nature. No, that yeah. checks out. Uh, you can check out all of our apparel and merchandise at bourbonshop.threadless.com. Uh, we do still have a free shipping promotion going on for our 100th episode anniversary. So again, bourbonshop.threadless.com. If you have questions or comments, you can send them to thisismybourbonshop at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you mm-hmm. if you'd like to send uh, uh, anything our way so we can find out what it is that you love or hate or don't care for about this podcast <laughs> or loathe or loathe with your entire being <laughs> with every fiber of your being <laughs> you and your friends your faith in your friends is yours and yours there you go <laughs> man yeah yeah no <laughs> no 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 sithgasm you know that's what we call that when sithgasm sithgasm Ooh. when he's just like yeah. Unlimited. <laughs> That's his Sithgasm. <laughs> it's completely his Sithgasm. Oh, and now you know that. Man. Yeah. And now yeah. you can't unknow that. I was going to binge Star Wars on Disney Plus, well, but now I'm not sure I can. You don't want to watch the Sithgasm. No, I don't. I We also still have our hotline open for people who want to call into the show at 859 428 8253. That is one more time 859 428 8253. If you want to leave us a voicemail, we will be happy to play that out on the podcast. And uh, no matter how ridiculous or silly your question is, we'll talk about it. Or, or respond. He'll do it. Or request. Yes. If you want to see me He'll do or it. hear me stand on a duck. <laughs> do you want him to wear different pants? <laughs> <laughs>
He'll do it. Do you want to hear me make a big sandwich? Big sandwich? I will make and chase the a kid. biggest sandwich. He'll make four big sandwiches. I have no kid, but I'll find a kid he'll and chase him. He'll find a kid, he'll chase him, he'll make him big sandwiches, and he'll change pants. Please don't send me to jail. And last but not <laughs> least, uh, patreon.com slash podcast for as little as a dollar a month. You can become a patron of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get things like bonus episodes, you get live streams, you get hangouts, uh, you get information about what's coming out. You get big uh, sandwiches. You get big sandwiches, Mason. Um, <laughs> Mason. Uh, you get to find out what's coming up with the the show itself mm-hmm. and some of the behind the scenes works as well. Um, Chad, I might ask you to send me your uh, uh, Drink More Bourbon podcast to post over there as well, uh, just to kind of okay. uh, get sure, people sure. interested in yeah, yeah. Uh, you know sure, sure. love around yeah. and all that. But yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's for the future. Mm-hmm. Anyway, until then, yes. Uh, the, next week, actually, uh, we do have a very very special episode coming out. Uh, if you have been aware of anything going on in the whiskey tube community, you know that Beagle Rare right. is making its rounds. Yeah, and Chad, I actually just found confirmation. Oh, good. That you yourself, good. We'll be a part of that. Oh, to that thread that we never responded to because we were too busy. Yeah, you had a wedding and a thousand other things going on. All but those notifications on Instagram. Yeah, I actually. Uh, sorry, I'm, I'm your biggest advocate. Apparently, yeah, yeah, sorry. You're, you're, you're included in that as well. But cool. Beagle Rare, we'll do that. Will be landing in a week. The, so the Beagle is landing. <laughs> Chad, oh, thing. hey, oh, just oh, just just reminder popped in my head. Movember and yes. Ronald McDonald House. Uh, ck.org slash pappy raffle rhmck.org slash pappy raffle probably yes just listen to earlier in the episode remind yourself yeah I'll, I'll, I'll throw a link in the description as cool. well about that and you also you can find the Movember link down there as well uh, Chad thank you so much for My being here for this pleasure. episode which was weird and wild and wacky another w word it was wacky indeed wacky yes i will see you next week but Mm -hmm. until then i am perry and this is my bourbon podcast Are you rocking though? Yes. Rolling with the homie.